Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you guys are doing really well. Today, I decided to do a Hormones 101 episode. We have talked so much about hormones, but I think it's important to spend some time diving into adrenals and thyroid health and how the liver plays a role and even how your gut plays a role in hormones. And so this isn't going to be some crazy biology endocrine class because I'd like to keep it simple, but I just want you to have a really good understanding of hormonal health because I think when we hear the word hormones, we often just think of estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. Like we think of our sex hormones. And so I want to kind of go beyond that and give you kind of like this hormones 101 class. So you have this really good foundation and understanding. But before we dive into all that goodness, I first want to welcome all the amazing women joining us in the healing and dealing with Hashimoto's program. Super excited to guide you in our four-week journey. If you are interested in joining, if you're listening to this and you have Hashimoto's or an autoimmune condition, or you are looking for further support, For your thyroid gland, we offer an amazing step-by-step plan to really take you through a healing journey and to help you begin your journey of bringing your Hashimoto's into remission. So of course, that's not going to happen in four weeks, but we are starting to lay the foundation to getting you to that place. So you can head on over to healinghashies.com to check it out. And by all means, if you have any questions about the program, you can find me over on Instagram at holisticwellnessfoodie. Send me an email, samantha at holisticwellness.ca or my team info at holisticwellness.ca. We are happy to help and assist you and support you so that you can feel really confident investing in the program and coming to join Marnie and I as we teach you in these amazing four weeks. And then outside of that, we also have lots of awesome women joining us in the Holistic Wellness private community on Facebook. So this is my free Facebook group. Anybody can come and join us there. We continue the hormone conversation over there, but so much more. We just share so many great tips and strategies for more energy, more health, better sleep. We share recipes. We just chat all things women's health and life and relationships. I mean, all of it. So come join us there. You can just search Holistic Wellness Private Community on Facebook and come join us in that group and tell us where you're from and tell us some questions that you might have that are top of mind and maybe some issues that you need some support with. And that's what the group is all about. All right. And then one more thing, I've got some awesome like events and parties and things that are coming up because it's the holidays, right? And I can't believe I'm even saying that it's still October, but 
things are starting to happen, like holiday parties and invites are starting to happen. And I'm, you know, in the process of planning for like different parties and I'll be hosting some stuff with friends and family and whatnot. And so what I love doing is, I mean, I love cooking for everybody, but I also love making charcuterie boards. And maybe you've seen me post some of them online and on Instagram, but I just love taking like this amazing wood board and then filling it with some amazing local cheeses and some raw cheeses if I can find them and some, you know, non-dairy cheese options as well. And then some great local meats and some awesome crackers and just making this epic charcuterie platter. I love to do that. In fact, sometimes Gaytan and I, that will often be like our lunch on like a Sunday afternoon or something where we're just like, we don't really want to cook anything, but we want to eat something, but we just don't want it to be like over the top. And we just kind of pull some stuff out of the fridge and put this little charcuterie board together. And it's awesome. And so I came across these awesome crackers from Simple Mills. I found them over on the Pure Feast site. And they're so good. I literally ate the entire box. So I've tried the farmhouse cheddar. I've tried the rosemary and sea salt. And then I also tried because they have different like baking mixes. So they have a mix for pizza dough. They have a mix for bread. And I think they have a pancake mix as well. I tried the chocolate muffin mix and then the crackers. And so I may have tried the cookies. I can't remember, but they have awesome different flour mixes. So you can make, essentially make them from scratch or they've got the crackers that you can get. I really like them because they are grain-free, they're gluten-free, they're non-GMO and just 100% paleo ingredients, which I really, really love. They're fairly on the low sugar side, If I can recall, their cookies were maybe like under seven or eight grams of sugar, which was pretty decent for a baking mix. Obviously, I'm all for making everything from scratch and at home, but trust me, it has seriously been a lifesaver with some of the things that I have coming up and just, you know, timing and schedule. So definitely check them out. The company is Simple Mills and I wanted to order the crackers so that I can try them and include them in some charcuterie boards that I'll be making over the holidays and the crackers were delicious. I had this amazing olive tapenade and I was dipping in the rosemary sea salt crackers. And well, before you know it, there was the whole thing gone. And so (laughs) just warning you in case you try them, they're so good. So they're made with almond flour and for myself, almonds, they came up really high on my IgG test. So they're something that I used to eat a lot of, but now I've really cut back on it and I eliminated them for quite some time and I've slowly reintroduced them back in. So I really have to be careful with how much almond flour and just almonds in general I eat. I do find I can get a little reactive to them. So I probably shouldn't be eating the entire box, but I also don't include them as regularly as I did before. So yeah, definitely check them out. They are really, really quite delicious and they're going to be a perfect addition and also a time saver for me over the holidays. All right, so let's dive into hormones 101, understanding our hormones and really the essentials of what you need to know. And our hormones, like I said, we often think of estrogen and progesterone and testosterone, but we have many hormones that regulate the functions in our bodies and that interact with each other, which can make it quite complex sometimes to really understand. But 
you know, healthy hormones is not just our reproductive and sex hormones. This also includes our adrenal glands, our thyroid, our liver, our digestive and intestinal system. You know, they all have to function properly. So that's really what I want to dive into and really share with you. And so the benefit is that it doesn't matter if you are seeing a naturopath or a nutritionist or a functional medical doctor or whatever it is, is that any of the tips and strategies that I share with you here today and just in this podcast in general is that, you know, the benefit here is that you get the best of both worlds. You know, if you're working with a medical doctor because you have a lot of hormonal imbalances and issues going on, implementing the nutrition and lifestyle and stress management strategies with that is really going to help you to achieve better hormonal health. And so it doesn't matter who you're working with, wherever you are in terms of hormonal health and symptoms and what you might be experiencing, you know, it's great to kind of take this information and take what feels right for you and implement it into your everyday. And so this information that I'm sharing with you today is kind of a snippet of what I share in my Healthy Hormones for Women online program. So some of you have actually come join me in that program, which is awesome. You can join that program at any time of year. It's always running. It's a go at your own pace program. And it's really the foundational program that I offer in terms of supporting and healing hormonal imbalances. So hence the podcast name, Healthy Hormones for Women, that came from the name of this program, my six-week Healthy Hormones for Women online program. And so in case you didn't know, you can use the coupon code PODCAST at the checkout in order to save 60% off of that program. So you can head on over to holisticwellness.ca forward slash healthy hormones. If you want to check out the healthy hormones program, I'm really kind of taking some snippets from that program and sharing that with you today. And so it's been an awesome program. We have so many women joining us weekly. And the point of that program was to kind of take what you learn here on the podcast, but like 10 exit on a whole other level and provide you different teaching modules on adrenal health and thyroids and gut health and liver detoxification and actually give you a step-by-step nutrition plan to follow based on your cycle. So where you are on your cycle, what you should actually be eating when you're in your follicular stage, what you should be eating when you're ovulating, when you're on your period, so that you could really help support the fluctuating hormones throughout your cycle throughout the month. So it's a wonderful program. And as with any other programs, don't hesitate to reach out and ask me any questions. Okay. So I think it's important to start by discussing what it means to even have balanced hormones. So let's look at that. So basically you spend your day feeling calm and energized. You don't feel stressed and overwhelmed and your periods are regular. So not necessarily 28 days. We always hear, you know, 28 day cycle is a regular cycle, but your cycle might be anywhere between 26 and 35. And as long as that's regular for you, then that's healthy. Healthy hormones and balanced hormones means you go to sleep at a reasonable hour, you sleep through the night, you get seven to eight hours of sleep and you are rested and you wake up feeling rested and energized. You also have good brain function. So you don't have this crazy brain fog and memory loss and you feel very focused on the regular. You also have healthy hair growth and your hair grows where it's supposed to grow and not elsewhere. 
your muscles and your joints are very limber and you don't feel sore and your skin is clear, smooth, and not dry. Unless, however, I can just attest to it, at this time of year, when it's cold, it's so incredibly dry in our condo. I feel it so much on my skin. I hydrate so much more. And we also have two humidifiers that are running, one in our bedroom and then one in sort of like our main living area in the living room. So it's really important that we have those going because it's so dry in the condo, unfortunately, at this time of year. And then of course, you also maintain a healthy sex drive and you you have a healthy libido and you look forward to sex and you don't think of it as this like, oh, uh, something else I have to do. Okay. So that's what it means to really have healthy, balanced hormones. And in order to achieve balanced hormones, well, there's a few areas we want to look into here. So number one being having stable blood sugar. So you've heard me speak about this before. And this essentially means that you don't have blood sugar that's fluctuating from like super high to super low throughout the day. And you're not going on this blood sugar roller coaster. You should be able to last anywhere from four to six hours between your meals without snacking and actually feel balanced and stable, not have headaches, not feel anxious and not have irritability. So that's what it means to have stable blood sugar. And then of course, your adrenal glands play a really big role here when it comes to achieving balanced hormones. So it's not that we want too much cortisol and too little cortisol. It's just that we want the right amount. So we don't want our adrenal glands secreting too much cortisol throughout the day. And when you are stressed, excess cortisol, I mean, you're bound to produce excess cortisol, and this will make you burn more carbohydrates, which will cause your blood sugar to swing up and down. And also your adrenal glands really play a role with your progesterone production as well. Oftentimes when you are very stressed and your adrenals are essentially overworking, the adrenals can kind of hinder the production of progesterone. And progesterone is so important for healthy ovaries and a healthy cycle and for balanced moods as well as fertility. So I often find a lot of the women that I work with who are dealing with infertility and they have a lot of stress going on, the stress, the cortisol can really be impairing how well they are producing progesterone. So we really want to make sure that we're not blocking that progesterone production. And obviously ways we can do that is by supporting our stress management. And so it's funny because I've said to some of my clients before, you need to like go away for a weekend, schedule a nice little weekend away at a hotel with your husband, have a glass of wine and like just chill out. And it's oftentimes how how babies are made, right? We get away from the everyday crazy busyness. We find some time to like finally breathe and relax. We have a glass of wine. We feel so much more relaxed because of the wine. And then we end up getting pregnant. And so it's not that that's my protocol for getting pregnant, but it's oftentimes just something that I find a lot of the women that I work with need. Like they just need to be taken out of their environment and go somewhere where they're not near their computer. They're not near their work. They're not at their desk. You know what I mean? Like they can't see these things. They don't have their phone with them and they just can actually take time to unwind and maybe like spend some time in nature and 
maybe spend an afternoon at a spa and then, you know, you enjoy a glass of wine and just, it really kind of opens you up and relaxes you. And sometimes I find some of the women I'm working with, that's just, that's just what we need. In fact, that's just what we all need. We all need to be able to take those weekends or maybe it's a day off where we can just go chill out, slow down and connect with nature, connect with ourselves and really do some self-care in the form of maybe a massage or a hot bath or whatever that may look like for you. All right. So moving on the ovaries. So our ovaries produce normal amounts of estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. And then the liver, it helps to aid in the detoxification of any toxins, of course, and also detoxing out excess hormones that we might produce or that we might actually ingest or or be exposed to. And then the liver is really important when it comes to hormonal health because it converts your T4 thyroid hormone to the active T3 that you need, which that T3 is so essential because it helps you burn fat and it will help your weight loss efforts just make it so much more easier. So this is why when it comes to thyroid testing, which we've talked about so many times on this podcast, is that you really want to make sure you're getting that full panel and that you're looking at your T3 because that's your active thyroid hormone and that's going to be essential for your metabolism and for fat loss. And then your liver, it also produces sufficient cholesterol and that cholesterol helps you to make sex hormones. And it also makes bile that helps break down fat and helps to excrete toxins. So on top of all of that, the liver also plays a very important role in helping you to maintain stable blood sugar. So the liver has a big, big role here. It's detoxing your body. It's detoxing excess hormones. It's helping with thyroid hormone conversion. It's producing cholesterol, which is so important in order for you to make those sex hormones in the first place. It's assisting with digestion and helping you break down fat by producing the bile. And it also plays a role in stabilizing your blood sugar. All right, so moving on to the thyroid. So the thyroid, as you know, it regulates your metabolism and it's gonna make you feel energized and balanced and slim and happy. And your digestive system kind of works hand in hand here with the thyroid because if your thyroid is very slow and you have hypothyroidism, you will often find that digestion almost slows down as well. So your digestive system needs sufficient thyroid hormones to kind of like move things along. So if you're not digesting well and you're feeling really bloated and getting a lot of digestive upsets, then oftentimes the thyroid can be one of the culprits there. And then your intestines, they produce the right amount of good gut bacteria. And this plays a role in regulating basically everything, including your adrenals, your liver, your thyroid, your blood sugar, and your intestines, of course, are going to aid in the elimination of toxins. It plays a very protective role against many health conditions, and it helps to regulate your hormones. You know, different bacteria in your gut help you produce hormones like serotonin, your feel-good hormone, and it helps you produce certain minerals and vitamins like your B vitamins. So it's so important that we support 
the microbiome on a whole because it's the bacteria in our gut that really goes on to support all our other hormones and organs as well. Okay, so there are several systems in the body that produce hormones and must function well in order for your body to work properly. So going back to the adrenals, you may think that your brain is in charge, but the truth is, is that your adrenals really are the ruler here. And they're going to decide if you're going to function as optimally as you could, or they are going to really assess if some normal functions might need to be sort of shut down in a way so that you can deal with maybe any stressors at hand. And as far as the adrenals are concerned, stress for any reason is a danger and you must be protected. So think of them as essentially having their own powerful brain of their own because they really, really are. And they can increase your appetite or they can shut it down. They can signal the liver to drive up your blood sugar. They can stimulate your metabolism and your thyroid function, or it can slow it down. Your adrenals play such an important role here with your hormonal health and hormonal function. And they can convert testosterone to estrogen. It can blunt your progesterone production, as I mentioned earlier, and it can allow for the production of even more cortisol, which is obviously the one hormone that is going to make you feel energized. And it has to energize you so that you can deal with stress if that's what's happening, right? If you have like a big stressor that's happening, well, then your your adrenal glands need to produce efficient amounts of cortisol and adrenaline so that you can have almost this like fake kind of energy to deal with the stressor at hand. And so as we know, a surplus of cortisol is going to be linked to so many symptoms, including fatigued, blood sugar irregularities, weight gain, depression, mood swings, anxiety, hot flashes. So a lot of menopausal symptoms and like slow sex drive. And it can also be linked to the development of some degenerative illnesses. So things like diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. Excess cortisol can really suppress your thyroid function. And beyond that, it's really going to put a lot of pressure on your liver, hinder sex hormone production, and really inhibit digestive and intestinal function. So you may have heard me say it before, but if you have high functioning adrenals, it means you have a low functioning thyroid. They cannot work together one has to be up and one has to be down and you know vice versa. And so if your adrenals are high, the thyroid will be low. And that's actually something that I always think to myself when I am busy working away and I've got all these projects on my plate and I've got all this stuff to do and I have such a stressful, busy day and it's like I'm trying to get all these things done and I'm feeling really overwhelmed. I literally stop for a moment and I remind myself like, okay, my adrenals are functioning at like a really high pace right now, which means my thyroid function is going to be really suppressed. And so something for you to keep in mind, I really want you to remember that when you are feeling stressed and when you're feeling overwhelmed is that your thyroid function will be hindered. And especially, you know, I have Hashimoto's really supporting the thyroid health. It's really important that I manage that stress and the health of my adrenals. 
Okay, so when it comes to stress, there are many stress-reducing strategies that we can employ, of course, but what you eat makes such a huge difference here, and it will really allow the adrenals to be nourished and to function properly. So some foods that I really like for the adrenals are things like shisandra berry and maca, and you may have heard me speak about it, I think it was last week or the week prior, where I was mentioning the Anima Mundi tincture I've been using that I ordered over from Pure Feast. You guys know you can use your coupon code holistic wellness at checkout over at purefeast.com. It'll save you 10% off of your first three orders over $75. Plus you get free shipping. So Shisandra Berry is in the Adaptogen tincture blend. And it's got seven medicinal mushrooms in there, plus the addition of shisandra berry, which it actually tastes quite good. It tastes kind of like a berry. So that's a really great blend and a really good nourishing adrenal blend. It's just like foods for the adrenals and mushrooms are wonderful for the adrenals as well. So you can take shisandra berry and maca in tincture form. You can take it in powder form, you know, add these to your shakes and whatnot. And They're both really wonderful for supporting the adrenals. And licorice root is also really great for the adrenals. But if you have high blood pressure or you're on high blood pressure meds, really be careful with using licorice root, okay? Do not combine those two. Also things like ginseng or even having like ginseng tea. These are also great for adrenal health and, you know, helpful for hormones overall. Okay, so let's look back at the liver, I've talked about it before. It is a very hardworking organ. It's got over four to 500 functions to accomplish. And it's very, it's a very busy organ and it requires plenty of nutrients in order to function properly. And the liver produces cholesterol, which I mentioned earlier. This is going to be a building block for your estrogen, your testosterone, and your progesterone, as well as your cortisol. And it aids in the thyroid function as well as regulating your metabolism. So cholesterol, is needed to produce bile. And bile is essential because it actually works to help you digest fats and helps remove toxins from the body. So your liver is your main detoxifying organ. Not only does it remove toxins, both the kind that we actually ingest and the kinds that our bodies make. I mean, there's just regular metabolic breakdown that our body goes through. And that alone means there's things that the liver now needs to take and detoxify out of the body. There are lots of foods that you can include to really support liver detoxification, which in turn is going to help with that cholesterol production, which in turn now supports your hormone production. So I've spoken about a few foods in the past before, but things like broccoli, apples, grapefruit, any bitter foods like dandelion or collard greens, and even sulfur-rich foods like garlic and onions. These are really wonderful for the liver. They're really key liver foods that will support detoxification and with hormone breakdown. And then the digestive system. So this is really where everything starts right? Good and bad. If you eat foods that your body needs and you digest and absorb them properly, then wonderful. You are going to be able to digest these foods, absorb all those nutrients from them, and then those nutrients are going to go on and support and build your body. But if you don't have proper digestion and absorption, 
then what? right? You're left feeling bloated. Many of us feel very fatigued. We feel really gassy and we sometimes get like heartburn and whatnot. So if we can't properly digest our food, you know what's worse than spending all of our money on organic produce and food in general is not being able to assimilate the nutrients from that organic food, right? Like that sucks. We go and we spend all this amazing money, all our good money on quality food, quality animal products, quality produce. And then we go and we eat and we can't even properly digest it, nor can we break down and assimilate the nutrients from it. So nothing is worse than that. So we really want to improve our digestive function as much as we can. And when you're nutrient deprived, you will be bloated, you will be gassy, and you will also potentially be constipated. So the simplest thing you can do to improve digestion is to chew more slowly and to reduce stress and do not eat in a stress state. Do not eat if you're driving in your car and don't eat standing up. Like you really need to take that time to sit down and carve out 20, 30 minutes for your meals and fully enjoy them and chew your food. And some key digestive foods that will really help support the digestive system are things like fermented foods, of course. So that could be kombucha, maybe that you make at home, some sauerkraut or kimchi, and lots of different herbs and spices like ginger and turmeric. Cinnamon is great. It's also wonderful for balancing blood sugar. And you know, fiber-rich vegetables are really going to be wonderful because they're loaded with so many amazing enzymes. And then we have to also think about our prebiotics. So we get really caught up in probiotics, but prebiotics are really important too. So Jerusalem artichokes, raw garlic, raw onions, jicama, these are foods that are loaded with prebiotics. And prebiotics are food for the probiotics. So if we really want to improve digestive health, we really have to load up on those prebiotics. All right. So the thyroid This is what controls your metabolism. It helps to regulate breathing, your heart rate, the central and peripheral nervous systems, your body weight, your muscle strength, your menstrual cycles, body temperature, and your cholesterol levels. So since cholesterol is correlated with healthy hormones, a healthy thyroid is very, very necessary. So some amazing thyroid foods are things like coconut oil, Brazil nuts, you literally only need like two or three of them because they are loaded with selenium, which helps with that thyroid hormone conversion. Himalayan sea salt is really wonderful, just a really good quality sea salt in general because the thyroid really requires a lot of minerals. You can also use some sea vegetables like a nori or kelp. They're rich in iodine. You might want to be careful if you have Hashimoto's. You don't want to like overdo it with the iodine, but there's no harm in maybe sprinkling a little bit of sea veggies in your salads or something like that. I can't remember the one that I have here at home, but it's almost just like a replacement for almost like your salt essentially. And it's just a blend of sea veggies and it's just in a little shaker and I sometimes shake it over my, my salads or on a soup or something like that. So coconut oil, sea salt, you can use sea veggies. Don't be afraid of cruciferous vegetables. So 
we hear a lot about, you know, if you have thyroid issues, then maybe you shouldn't be eating broccoli and cauliflower and kale and all of this stuff. Now, when you eat these foods, I don't suggest eating them raw. If you have a thyroid condition, you want to make sure they're steamed or cooked or roasted and then eaten with some really good quality fats. So that's how you want to enjoy these cruciferous veggies. And where the problem really lies is one, if you're eating them raw, but beyond that, it's like if you're eating copious amounts of them, which I'm sure nobody is, like nobody is eating 10 pounds of broccoli in a day. So don't worry about it. You're going to be fine. Okay. So let's move on to the intestinal system and your gut health and microflora. So the good bacteria in your gut helps regulate everything. It supports liver function, thyroid function, adrenal health, digestion, as well as reproductive function. A hormone balancing food plan, like I mentioned before, should include probiotic and prebiotic foods. So this will stabilize the gut bacteria. And because we're really all unique, the quality and quantity of our good bacteria it really varies from person to person. So it's important that you know we take into account what works for one person doesn't always work for everybody. And it's also important to mention here that some people do have SIBO, small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. And if that's the case, you have to work more on healing the intestinal lining and maybe minimizing or taking out some of these fermented foods. So for the most part, People do well on fermented foods and eating sauerkraut and kimchi and things like that. But some of us might actually eat them and find that we're getting really bloated and very gassy. And if that's the case, take them out temporarily and then work on really healing the gut. I love using things like L-glutamine. Maybe you want to include some probiotics, but pay attention to see how well you are handling those probiotics and you know if you're experiencing symptoms when you take them. But L-glutamine is an amazing amino acid that helps to heal the lining of the gut. And you can also take DGL. DGL is kind of like the natural version of Tums. So you can get this in a powdered form and you can actually mix it together with your glutamine and those combined are really great for healing leaky gut. But beyond that, remember, this isn't just about taking supplements. It goes beyond that and it goes into lifestyle and your food and what you're eating and the quality of your food and how hydrated you are. How well are you detoxing? How many toxins are you exposed to in your environment? That's going to impact your microflora. There's so many things to take into account here, but obviously supplementation can really be beneficial on top of these things. So some key intestinal foods, like I've mentioned, are fermented foods, prebiotic foods, and getting foods that have a lot of fiber in them as well, and just making sure that you are chewing them and breaking them down really effectively. So all of these systems directly affect the health of your hormones as well as each other. So because of that, it's really important to not just work on only one of them, but in a way, support them all. And you can really do that by eating the healthiest, cleanest diet that you can and managing stress and getting really good quality sleep. Those three things, food, stress management, and sleep will have such a positive impact on all of these areas, on your intestinal system, on your thyroid, on your adrenals, on your ovaries, on your liver. This will all be impacted by those three key areas. 
So I think it's important that you start to make a list where are you neglecting your sleep? You know, where in your life do you maybe need to better manage your stress? What's happening in your life in terms of your bedtime routine and your wake up? What's going on with the food? Are you letting too much sugar sneak in there? Are you not staying hydrated enough? Maybe you want to spend some time just making a list and seeing where you might want to make some improvements because just those simple three key foundational things will make the biggest impact on your hormonal health. One of the questions I get a lot of the time is like, what if I'm dealing with leaky gut and then I have hypothyroidism, but you know, I'm also not ovulating and my cycle is a mess and like, where do you start? And I get how overwhelming that can totally be. But as long as we start with those foundational things of food, stress management and sleep, we will have huge, huge results and amazing payoffs. So thanks everybody for tuning in to today's episode. I really hope that that just kind of gave you a really nice breakdown of the different key areas that are involved in hormonal health and how hormones go just beyond your sex hormones and your reproductive hormones. And, you know, I wanted to throw in some key strategies and foods that you can include to support these different areas, you know, foods to support the liver, foods to support the gut, and just really give you sort of this nice foundation of hormones and kind of what you basically need to know, sort of the basic foundation. So if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can come find me over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie. If you are interested in enrolling in the Hashimoto's program, Marnie and I welcome you with open arms. I always say I love to give people a whole lot of love but at the same time, a little kick in the ass, which I think sometimes we do need when it comes to our health. We need somebody who's going to be our support system, really make us accountable, and really help us to see our goals clearly and help to push us, right? Because how many times does our friends or our family, they're the ones that are sabotaging our efforts, right? They're the ones that are like, oh, just have that extra glass of wine. Oh, don't worry about it. Just eat that piece of cake. And I'm going to be that really supportive girlfriend, but I'm also going to give you a little kick in the ass at the same time. Because I really know that for myself, it's something that I need and I need to be held accountable in different areas, you know, multiple areas of my life. And I know that my clients need the same thing. So when you join the program, you're getting a little bit of ass kicking, but you're also getting a whole lot of love. And if you've got questions about it, don't hesitate to reach out to ask. And if there are products and anything that you guys are thinking of trying over on Pure Feast, head on over to purefeast.com. Use the coupon code Holistic Wellness at checkout. You can save 10% on your first three orders over $75. And before I let you go, I want to thank you so, so much for all your incredible reviews and your ratings. We have only launched this podcast a few months ago. We've reached over 50,000 downloads and that is because of you. I am so appreciative and grateful for this community that is being built around hormones and women diving in and learning and educating themselves. I am so honored to be a part of your journey, even if it is in just a small way. So thank you for that. Your ratings and reviews mean everything and it allows us to help so many more women because let's keep this in mind. Like 
we're not in this alone. We are all in this together. So please share the podcast with your friends, with your family and your girlfriends. And I would absolutely love a review. And for everybody that leaves a review, simply just take a screenshot of your review and then email it over to me, Samantha at holisticwellness.ca or info at holisticwellness.ca. And we will hook you up with our free three-day hormone balancing meal plan because I want to thank you. And I thought putting together some delicious recipes and a meal plan for you would be a great way to thank you for taking your time to leave us a rating and review. So thank you, everybody. I will chat with you guys next week. Come find me over on Instagram and let me know what other topics and ideas that you have in mind for the podcast. Thanks so much, everyone. Have a wonderful week.